Hello, welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker, and on this episode, I'm going to be speaking to the CEO and founder of Merkfist, Sebastian Un. A little bit about Merkfist. So, shoe brand primarily, with Scandinavian minimalism at its heart. Their shoes are designed in the Swedish capital, and they are manufactured with experienced craftsmen in Portugal. So, Merkvist, the website M Y R Q V I S T dot S E. <laughs> That's a lot to take in. We're going to put all the links over on the show notes, which will be over at menswearstyle.co.uk, along with all the other articles on fashion and competitions you can find over there. We're also on the social. Type in menswear style on your smartphone, we'll pop up there somewhere. And if you want to be on the show, if you want to get in touch, talk about your brand, then why not reach out info at menswearstyle.co.uk. Okay. Here is that interview with Sebastian Ern, CEO and founder of Merkfist. Well, it's my great pleasure to introduce to the podcast Sebastian Ern. CEO and founder of Merkvist. How are you doing today, Sebastian? Not too bad. The sun is out. It's like 16, 7 degrees here in Stockholm, which is quite nice for, for Sweden. Nice. And, uh, you know, uh, people are getting a bit more calm about the COVID situation. Yeah, it's, I was about to say, I, I mean, we'll get on to the brand Merkvist in a minute, yeah. but I know Sweden is slightly different to the rest of Europe in in terms of the COVID and the pandemic. So can you just give me the pulse of the nation in, in a nutshell? Strangely, yeah, strangely it is. And I'm not sure why it's actually differing that much. But really today, like pretty much everyone was out. And uh, this week we've seen a, like a massive difference from, from just a week before. And I think... Um, I mean, we haven't had the tight uh, lockdown restrictions as, as you guys have, and it's it's kind of been discretionary, but a lot of people have been taking the responsibility and stayed inside. Uh, but I, I feel like this week people are getting back to the office. We see a lot of movement on on uh, on the streets. People are sitting in restaurants and, and they go shopping. We, we had record sales for this month uh, today, actually, in our physical store, which has been struggling a lot. Uh, the past few six weeks or so so let's talk about the store the the bricks and mortar store you have one flagship store in uh, stockholm if i'm correct yeah yeah so so we we opened that one up in november uh, and parallelly we ran two stores because i had my first store like um almost in 2017 i started that one right Uh, this is kind of like a transition now we closed down the little store uh, conveniently just before Corona. Uh, so, um, now we have one flagship store in Stockholm and focusing mainly online. Let's talk a little bit about you first, Sebastian, what kind of education did you get and what was it? Give me a thumbnail sketch. How did you get into launching this brand? Well, kind of my background, I'm born and raised in Stockholm. Um, you know, live my, my parents, um, out just, Grew up in a like um, residential area just outside of Stockholm, but after high school I went to, to study abroad in the UK, uh, or in St Andrews to be exact in Scotland. Mm-hmm. So I was there studying economics and management, kind of a business degree, uh, for almost five years, nine semesters, and um, I think it was during my penultimate year that I that I thought about starting uh, Mirkvist 
the footwear brand. And um, I did so remotely. So when when we first launched Mia Quiz, we did it on a Kickstarter. Do you know, you're familiar with Kickstarter? I am. And yeah, no, there's a great story on your site, but I'll let you regale that if that's all right. Yeah. So, I mean, for those who don't know, Kickstarter is basically like one of the major sites for crowdfunding. I'm not sure how popular it is nowadays, but at the time we, we did our thing. It was quite a hot thing to do. Uh, and uh, so what we did is that we, we, we created a video about this business idea that I wanted to sell high-end uh, handcrafted leather shoes for men, direct-to-consumer, and, and then we asked people to basically contribute with money uh, in return for product at a 20% discount. So we didn't have to give any like shares of the company away. We, we just, uh, it was kind of like taking a large uh, batch of pre-orders. And that gave us the funding to start the production and set up all the operations for our, uh, for our company, basically. And so we could launch the brand. And you nailed your your price that you set, right? I mean, you didn't just reach it and get over the line. You you smashed it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, will, I think uh, we, we had the goal of 100,000 uh, krona, which is like roughly 10, 10K pounds. And uh, I think we got almost 70K pounds. So that was 600 something percent up from, from our goal. I mean, I set the goal a little low just because I knew um, the momentum would be better if we like stretched our goal. But I, I, I mean, the realistic, uh, the real realistic goal was something like maybe like 20K. So we, we, we got a lot more traction than anticipated. And how does that happen? Because let me tell you for a start, I've done multiple Kickstarter and crowdfunding campaigns. I've even done one for this podcast. (laughs) My editor and I uh, cobbled together an idea of having it sponsored for another series. And we put a pitch together. And just to get any kind of traction, even with our audience, was tough going. So tell me how how the secret behind your success. Yeah, I mean, I think it is is tough. And a lot of people... A lot of people do the mistake of, I'm not saying you, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but like I, I know a lot of other people who, who think it's just like get on Kickstarter and you, you just get money by itself, but you really have to create a campaign outside uh, your Kickstarter. So what we did is that uh, we coordinated a lot of uh, press or mainly like online blogs at the time, like menswear blogs in Sweden, who... Uh, simultaneously promoted our Kickstarter campaign uh, on the date. And we, our goal was to create a lot of momentum in the very first hours uh, because that creates some kind of like herd mentality. So if you see, if you go into Kickstarter and you see a project that was just launched like a few hours ago and it's already picking up a lot of traction, mm-hmm. you're more likely to get on, uh, get on the project than, than otherwise. You know, it's just this follow others mentality right okay it's a bit like a youtube algorithm then so if you release a video on youtube you've got to get a certain amount of number of hits and plays from the get-go otherwise it kind of just gets buried and youtube ignores it but if you like you say the herd mentality if you come out the gates charging then people will soon latch onto it and i guess momentum is key right yeah exactly it's, it's all about getting the momentum interesting and so you secure the goal you get the funds what are the next steps from there then we have to figure out um 
how to, to get the casino. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> actually, we we got a lot of problems because we had just anticipated like uh, around um, you know shoes worth to twenty k, and then we had to to create like a supply that was three times that. So we really had to redo our production and switch factory uh, twice, actually. Uh, so some of our, our, our backers in the very beginning, they got, uh, they got the issues quite, quite a bit delayed. Uh, I mean, we were terribly sorry for that, but we compensated them with some discounts and some socks. But uh, most of them got it in time, luckily. I mean, so talk a little bit about the brand, if you can. Uh, the inspirations for the designs, so designed in Sweden, uh, manufactured in Portugal. Was uh, What are the stepping stones that you need to get now in place to get this from concept to market? Yeah, so after we, we launched the Kickstarter, uh, you know, the goal was to have our own sales uh, channel, you know, uh, starting online. And what we wanted to do was really... It's not that much about the design, which uh, it has grown into becoming, but at, at the time it was more about like great product, great materials at a great price. Uh, but I think what differs us from when it comes to the design is that uh, we want it to be somewhere like in between the Italian and the, the English aesthetics. Now we have expanded our array to have like different kind of last and shapes of our foot but we started out with like one last which is a lot and last is for those who don't know a last is what you make the shoe on and kind of defines the, the fit and the shape uh of the shoe right and um we wanted to create something swedish because at the time we were the only like only a swedish brand for good year wealthy shoes okay um so really I wanted to take like a traditional British product and create a Scandinavian brand and a Scandinavian take on that traditional handcrafted British product. Maybe you can school me a Scandinavian take on a British product. What inflections would a Scandinavian design have? What do they bring to the table? Well, a bit less chunky, I would say, than, than uh, the British um, and a bit more, uh, you know, sleek curves and, and shape of the, of the shoe. In addition to that, we, um, we've also added a lot of like different soles that can tackle the climate in, in Sweden. I mean, obviously there, there's a lot of wetness and rain in the UK as well, but we do have it here in Sweden and we figure out that leather soles were not too popular, even though people really wanted like nice leather shoes so we we were quite early out with creating uh, a so-called half rubber sole so it's basically a classical um leather sole which has injected rubber into it and then it's sewn on with a goodyear welted construction uh, and that gives you like more grip uh, but also the durability like the, you don't wear out the shoes as quickly as you otherwise would have in addition to that, we also done a lot of um, studded rubber soles, which are good for like when it's freezing. Because in Stockholm, sometimes it, or in the rest of Scandinavia, it can get quite um, quite slippery on the streets if you if it if it's uh, sub zero degrees. So you need like that grip to go to work. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can imagine. So we're fast tracking now, the year 2020, three years in business. What is your role within the company and how do you now operate? How big is your team? What's your day-to-day like now? Well, my role as a CEO and founder is, you know, constantly pushing the business forward and ensure that together with the rest of the team that we grow and improve our product and business and all, all the aspects of the business. Uh, we're about five, six people now in the team, and uh, so it's not huge, but we're, we're on in an expansion phase. Um, and when you say five to six, do you mean someone's about to get fired? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it depends on how you count. Like we have people working in the store, and then we have like someone who's high but hasn't started working yet. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I would say like five, six people is uh, is a fair fair number. Um, but no, so it gives me a, a wide variety of responsibilities because each person, including myself, have to manage uh, a quite, you know, wide spectrum of responsibilities. So I'm not just talking to investors and the bank, you know, sometimes I have to jump into the store if someone's sick. I have to, um, you know, be involved in the design process of the shoes and what I do try to focus on is just, you know, developing the business and coming up with new ways of reaching customers, engage with with customers. Interesting. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Let's drill down a little bit on how you can augment your outreach. Do you entertain the idea of influencers, social media? How have you used to use social media to leverage any traffic to the site? I think I think social media and then Instagram in particular is a very important channel when you, where you can engage and, and reach. Uh, however, I think social media can be used in a number of different ways. And influence marketing is just, is just one way. So for example, now you see this trend about live shopping, etc. I don't know too much about that, but there's also paid marketing on social media. And when it comes to influence marketing, it's not something that we that Nyrkvist as a brand particularly relies on. Um, so I think it's, f- first of all, uh, it requires a certain product and market fit to have uh, influencer marketing as a scalable marketing strategy. Mm. So for example, in Stockholm, um, there's just that number of menswear um influencers who match our brand you know mm-hmm. like you couldn't really send like you couldn't start collabs with anyone if you want to keep like um the brand image at a certain you know within certain boundaries yeah uh, and at the same time um we like our core uh, customer group is you know it's young urban professionals not necessarily people who are menswear enthusiasts even though we have a excuse me i um, I had a hiccup. Um, <laughs> even though we do have uh, menswear enthusiasts who, who like our shoes and products and, you know, spread the word, it's like the bulk of our customers are young urban professionals, you know, lawyers or uh, bankers or consultants. And I think there are other more cost-efficient ways of reaching them. And what would those ways be? Well, you can still use 
Instagram and other social media platforms, but you know, you create like your own advertising videos or campaigns and then you, you pay them to be promoted. Um, I just think that, um, the influencer marketing strategy has been very popular, uh, in recent years and now it's become a bit too expensive. We're at a level where it wasn't really like seven years ago. Um, for example, I don't know if you're familiar with Daniel Wellington and, and yes, the watch company, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so they were very successful and, and were really early on onto the influencer marketing thing. And at the time, they could, you know, they could reach out to someone with like hundreds of thousand followers and just offer them a watch mm. for a post. And obviously, for them, like because they were so early into the game and, and they had a lot of uh, opportunity with that strategy, uh, but now that market has become somewhat saturated. Yeah. I, I still think it works for certain products and for certain type of influencers and, and markets and, and um, target groups, but I, I just don't think like a scalable influencer marketing strategy is something for Milkfist. Even if you mildly use Instagram, even if you're not an influencer, it can just be quite intoxicating, especially now with everybody at home with not a whole bunch to do, but look at their phones. You know, people are seeing that their likes are down. I mean, people are seeing just engagement drop because there's just so much option now. There's so many people on there actively producing content. You know, we're all of us are our own publishers in a way. You know, we, yeah. we, we're like all mini journalists documenting life. So to get anything really seen through the usual platforms that might have worked three, five years ago, uh, it's, it's a lot more hard graft now. Yeah, you really have to, to, to break through the noise. Yeah. And I also think a lot of, a lot of uh, people are getting aware about um, it's relatively easy to fake a lot on Instagram. And I think people are becoming more um, you know, cautious about like getting influenced you know how's the picture looking now for Merkvist amongst this pandemic that's kind of taken a grip of you know pretty much every economy and every business globally yeah no i mean this is really um i mean for starters it's no one's really shopping in our physical store except for today we had the turning point like today was good um and also, in general, the demand for our type of product is not very high when people just sit at home. Uh, if you're not out moving, you don't really need shoes. So mm. demand is down, uh, and that's, that's tough. Uh, but we managed to get some sales online, uh, but we had to change our offer a bit, like offering free home delivery and running some promotional campaigns. Um, but it's, it's definitely affected us. But I think we're, we're in a good place because we're not too heavily uh, reliant on, on physical retail. So uh, our online store is still producing you know, enough cash for us to, to, to continue our operations as normal. I encourage people to do the very thing you said there. Go and check out the website, Merkvist. I'm going to say Merkvist.se, but you are... You told me off air that we're actually doing bits of changes where you can do Merkvist.com. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll leave all the show notes over on the website, menswearstyle.co.uk, but you can also go to Merkvist, my R-Q-V-I-S-T, I guess, if people are uninitiated on how to spell Merkvist. What does it mean, yeah. by the way, Sebastian? 
Oh, it basically means, I mean, it's just a, it's just a name that like sounds familiar to, um, a Swedish, any Swedish name really. Mm. Uh, it's, um, it's a, a composition of the word mur, which is, um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm losing the word here. <laughs> uh, a swamp, basically a swamp and then a, and then a wig, a, swamp a twig. Wig. A swamp and a twig. A swamp twig. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, but it basically comes out of the slang from, we have these uh, lovely berries in Sweden called uh, cloudberries. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yep, they put them in they're slow like gin. Awesome. It's beautiful. Awesome. They kind of look like raspberries. Yeah, no, I'm familiar. Yeah. And I think they might grow in the UK, but mostly they're, they're predominant in, in Scandinavia, uh, almost limited to Sweden. And I, I thought when I was creating this brand, I was on the swamp together with my grandma, uh, where this uh, berry grows. And I saw this beautiful, you know, orange berry. And I thought it would be really nice to make something out of this. So now we changed our logo a bit, like the sign of it. But initially, we actually had that cloudberry. Mm. And the Swedish slang for that cloudberry is... Uh, Myrberry, and then it became Myrkfist, which is kind of the plant nice. on the berry grows. Listen, every every name has to be unique. Kodak. Kodak means absolutely nothing. The guy that invented that, they said, why Kodak? And he goes, because it's easy. <laughs> it starts with K, ends with K. And it sounds like you've already known it. it sounds like you've been saying it for years. So Myrkfist. Yeah. There you go. It could be the next Kodak. Thank you so much for your time, Sebastian. Again, Myrkfist is a place to go. Instagram, you're Images are so clean. Crikey, what a beautiful page that is. I'm just scrolling through it now. It's going to be better soon. Well, I recommend people stop by and, and have a look to see how the how the brand is getting on and how also to get some nice clean images of shoes. That's something I used to have to do in the day was take pictures of shoes, believe it or not. And yeah, this is next level. Okay, the audio is getting just a bit choppy, so I'm, I'm going to let you go. But Sebastian, great talking to you. Best of luck with the brand. And uh, hopefully you'll be making some noise here in the UK and we'll be seeing some more collections coming to your site soon. Thank you, Pete. Pleasure speaking to you. Take care, mate. What a nice chap. Sebastian Earn there from Merkvist. Merkvist, check them out. Check out their lovely shoes. Also check out the site menswearstyle.co.uk if you want to find all the show notes and the imagery from the podcast as well as all the other articles. And by the way, thanks for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. There are thousands of podcasts you could be listening to, but you're getting through this one. You're also reviewing. You're telling a friend. We love that. So until next time, remember... It's only fashion, people, and you're never fully dressed without a smile. <laughs>